Hey Losers, I have a special little bonus episode for you today. As we all know, IT Chapter 2 comes out in less than a month, and so I decided to dig in the archives and put together both my thoughts on the miniseries and my review of IT Chapter 1, both of which came from my YouTube channel. And um, I've put those together here so you guys can, you know, hear my thoughts on the history of this film and the story. And then um, I'll be checking in after I go see it chapter two. And also be sure to tune in for the Boogeyman episode that's coming out in September. And uh, I'll be covering a little bit more about Pennywise and how he's been haunting our dreams for decades. Talk to you later. Good evening, everybody. I wanted to take a minute to talk about something that's really hot in the world of horror right now and just in general, and that is the It trailer that dropped last week, the week before. Um, I've always loved It. I can't remember the first time I saw it, but I think I watched the original miniseries on TV when it first came out when I was a kid, so I was probably five or six, but I've always been a huge Stephen King fan. And I've always watched his miniseries on TV when I could. Um, they've got mixed reviews, but for the most part, I really love them. And so, of course, um, I loved it. And I showed it at my slumber parties and probably traumatized a lot of other little girls my age. Um, but anyway, I, uh, I tried to read the book when I was a young teenager, probably, uh, I'd say, 12 or 13. And... I didn't get all the way through it, and I don't remember why I quit reading it, but it was probably just too a little adult for me at the time, and so um, I just never finished it. So, you know, I haven't thought much about it for a decade or more, I would say, and um, hearing about the remake, I haven't been very excited. I haven't really expected it to be good. I was really disappointed um, when I heard that the guy who did True Detective season one was also going to be directing it, and he dropped out because of creative differences. And I thought, well, that's not a good sign when somebody obviously talented leaves your project because they don't like the direction it's going creatively. That's just that's not what you want to hear. Um, so I've been avoiding a lot of the news and the images and things that have come out with it, and I even thought about not watching the trailer at all. Um, but I did, I couldn't resist. And I have to say I was, it made me cautiously optimistic. Well, I've been cautiously optimistic. It gave me some validated hope, the trailer did. Um, and after I watched it, I thought, okay, that was pretty good. And the, um, the scene with the projector and like the flipping images was done. I mean, very well and very subtle and it was creepy and just good. Um, and then I've just sat with it and again, trying not to get too excited, but the more I've sat with it, the more I've really gotten excited about it. And, um, I have to say that so many people from the beginning have been like, Oh, you can't remake it. You have to have Tim Curry. Tim Curry is the only Pennywise. You can't remake this movie. It's classic. And I have to say, although I love the It miniseries, it, by no stretch of the imagination, is a masterpiece. 
And um, I think a lot of people are leaning on their nostalgia and the fact that it's, you know, scared the living daylights out of them when they were a kid. And I, I would ask those people to go back and watch that movie now because I revisited it last night. I watched the first half and uh, part of me is just curious about how well is this going to hold up? Is it going to hold up at all? Is it not going to hold up? I don't think I've watched it as an adult. Um, and I have to say there's, there's still some great moments in it, but a remake's not going to hurt this movie. I mean, even Tim Curry is Pennywise. He's fine, but there's nothing like earth shattering or that I feel too attached to. I don't watch that and think, oh, no other actor could do this. Um, so I'm not sure why people are so committed to that. I think maybe it's just because they, you know, we love, we love our genre actors and people love Tim Curry. And so I think they, they come to his defense when they maybe don't need to. Um, and also I am listening to the audiobook. So I'm after the trailer, I got all excited again. So I'm listening to the audiobook so I can finish it. I'm watching the original miniseries. Um, I'm doing my homework, so to speak, to get ready for the September release of the new it. Um, and I'm very excited. I'm not going to lie. I'm very, very excited. And maybe I shouldn't be. Um, I've tried to tell myself to not be, but it's too late. <laughs> I'm already excited. Um, so I'm going to keep my fingers crossed and hope for the best. And I heard that they're doing two and that the first one coming out in September is just part one. Um, the trailer didn't say that, but I think that that is still the case. Again, I haven't done a lot of research on this movie, nor am I going to. I'm going to try to just go off of what's presented to me as it comes. And hopefully the full-length movie will be as good as the trailer. So we'll see how they bring some of those moments to life because one of the biggest problems with, I think, the miniseries is even though they had all this time and they did two parts, it's just very shallow. Because listening to the audiobook and having the depth of the characters and the depth of the meaning and their motivation, watching the miniseries, I feel like there's just so much that's missing. Um, and so doing two full-length theatrical releases, I think um, some of that can really be delved into and some of that can be better communicated. Also, it struck me how the movie is a lot more violent. Um, the bullying is a lot more violent. The domestic abuse is pretty hairy. And all of that is just completely whitewashed in the miniseries, and you don't get any of that. Um, so the stakes aren't as high. It doesn't feel quite as serious as the book is, um, which, you know, 90s TV, you can only do so much. So anyway, in short, to conclude, um, I was cautiously optimistic, but the trailer has restored my faith and I am now uh, addicted to it again. And I'm sort of obsessed with it and I'm doing all the homework and soaking up all the material. And uh, I cannot wait to see what we have been given in the new version of it in September. So you guys have a good week and I'll see you next time. Swear to me. Swear to me that if it isn't dead, we'll come back. Hello friends. Um, I'm here today to talk about the long anticipated it which officially releases in theaters today, but uh, I went and saw it last night. Um, my favorite theater locally only had tickets available for last night, so we went. And uh, that's pretty rare for me. I rarely go to opening weekend, much less opening night, much less one day earlier than opening night. But this has been a big deal, and uh, if you follow me 
on Kuroskiro or on my personal Facebook. I mean, you've seen it has been plastered everywhere. Or if you follow just the horror world in general, I mean, that's just, that's all anybody's been talking about for, you know, a year. Um, so finally got to see it. And, um, I've been avoiding reviews. I mean, I've seen some headlines here and there. I've been avoiding reviews. I've been avoiding clips. I mean, I've seen the teaser and the trailer um, multiple times, but but that's it because I was really trying to go in with my own fresh eyes and form my own opinions. Um, so this, this review is a little bit difficult. It'll probably be a little longer than normal and maybe a little bit rambly, so I'm just going to warn you. Um, but I guess I'll just jump right in and give you kind of my, my pros and cons. Um, and I guess I should give a quick synopsis. I mean, it, of course, is the story of seven friends. They're preteens, teens that live in Derry, Maine, and they're being haunted by this monster who takes the form of a clown. And it's about their, um, their journey to overcome their fear and try to kill this monster who feasts on children. And he comes back every 27 years. He feasts on children for, you know, a year or so and then goes to sleep, so... Um, so if you're not familiar with it, that probably sounded bonkers, but I think most of you probably are. So, um, okay, let me look at my notes here. Um, so I'm going to start with the pros and then I'll move into the cons. So the pros, um, Pennywise, uh, we've seen a lot of Pennywise, so this was no surprise, but Pennywise was great in this movie. Now I had not watched all the clips with him speaking, so I hadn't really heard him speak, um, until the scene with Georgie in the drain. And um, it's definitely different than Tim Curry, but I, I liked it. I thought Pennywise was really scary in this movie. Um, there was a use of CGI here and there, but I don't feel like it was too heavy. Um, the main thing about Pennywise that I really liked, though, is that he seemed a little off. Like, he didn't seem like, you know, a human clown. It was a little difficult to understand exactly what he was saying at times, and he seemed like, uh, I don't know, like he seemed not human even when he was in the clown suit, which I think is really appropriate because he's not really a human. He's this monster. He's this otherworldly thing who's trying to pose in such a way that would be attractive to children. Um, so you always kind of have that feel that there's something else underneath this clown that's just not right with the rest of our world. And so that was great. Um the uh, the kids were were like funny and relatable. They were um, a little different than the characters in the book, which I'll touch on that more later. But um, but you know you like these kids. Like you want to be in the losers club. You're rooting for them. These kids were, uh, and even though they're losers, these kids were like pretty tough and pretty sure of who they who they are. Even though they're not the cool kids or the popular kids or the strong the strong kids. Um, the setting dairy was was great. Um, it was a great small town feel. Um, all the sweeping views of like the streams and the rivers and the sewers, like that was all really great and beautiful. Um, and overall the movie was pretty scary. Now I will say it, it was not as scary as I thought it was going to be. Like there were moments that were very scary. Um, but but overall, it was it was like there were a lot of laughs. There's a lot of laughter in the theater, a lot. Um, so it was a fun movie. I mean, it definitely had some gore and some horrific elements, 
but it was lighter than I expected. In some ways, it was even lighter than the 1990 miniseries, which I know sounds ridiculous because that thing was wacky and really cheesy at times. But that movie had a little bit more of a dark undertone that maybe this movie didn't quite have. Um, you didn't get the feeling as much that Derry is, like, in on it and that, like, the whole town is, like, wrong. You really get that feeling in the miniseries. You don't really get that feeling as much here. It focuses more just on the kid group and not on Derry at large. You get the history of Derry, but... Um, so, those were all my pros. Um, and I'm going to get into my cons, and I'm probably just going to go ahead and drop a spoiler warning. So, if you really don't want anything spoiled at all, you might want to just stop here um, because I'm going to have to get a little spoilery to talk about some of the things I didn't like. Um, so I will say I've heard a lot of stuff about how, oh, this is going to be more faithful to the book. It's going to be more like the book, more like the book. This movie was not like the book. Um, I mean, there were several things, important things that were like the book, but characters and plot points differed quite a bit from the book, more than I expected. And so... Um, I mean, that's not necessarily a con, but I don't like what they did with some of the things that were different. Um, I was happy that they moved it to the 80s. I thought that was appropriate. Um, and they changed the things that the kids are scared of, which is which is fine. You know, they updated that, and the, a lot of those were scary. Um, but I was just a little taken aback that it was so different from the book, or more different than I thought it was going to be. Um and even though the kids were a pro, the kids are also a con in my book because um, in the book and in the miniseries, the kids are really kind of like, they're kind of shy and they're timid and they really are like the losers club for a reason. And they don't really um, stand up for themselves and become strong until they have that rock fight and they save Mike. And like, that's when they become the losers club. That's when they start fighting back. That's when they become strong. These kids pretty much fight back from the very beginning, which is okay. But I think it's maybe not as meaningful that they've always kind of been scrappy. I feel like it's better when they're weak, they're weak, they're weak. And then they finally say, no, we have to do something. We have to stand up. We have to face this. We have to face our fears. Um, so I feel like it, it lost a little bit of meaning um, because of that. And also the kids, the characters weren't as, as well defined as maybe I would like. Ben was fantastic. Ben was my favorite. I loved, loved Ben. Um such a kind of scared, but also a uh, strong character. And he was strong in kind of a quiet way. Um, and he was, you know, he kind of saved the day a little bit here and there, but in just little subtle ways. And I, I just loved Ben. Um, but Eddie and Richie were kind of the same character. You know, Eddie was, or Richie was perfect, wisecracking, obnoxious. He was perfect. But Eddie kind of was a lot like Richie. And Eddie's supposed to be this fragile little uh, hypochondriac. Um, who's sort of timid and scared. And he is actually quite a bit like Richie as far as, like, he talks a lot and he has, like, comebacks. And um, so I thought those characters were a little too similar and not well enough defined. Um, whereas in the miniseries and the book, I feel like each kid is very unique in their own way and they're easy to differentiate. Um, so that's a little bit of a con. Um, so, like I said, it's, it's unlike the book. I will say... The tone of it is not like the book. Like I said, this movie is like brighter and happier and Derry feels kind of bigger and not as sinister. Um, and I do miss that. Uh, I feel like a little bit of that tone of like the dread and the rainy skies and this undercurrent of just like evil 
it just was missing for me. Um, and so that was a bit disappointing. Um, now I will say also with the kids, gotta go back to the kids for a second. This movie was rated R and I think it was really important that this movie was rated R. I think it made fans really excited. I think it legitimized the movie. However, the kids cuss a lot. Like they drop a lot of F-bombs. Now for Richie, that's appropriate. For the rest of the kids, not as much. They do cuss in the book. But I almost feel like they had the children cussing be over the top to make sure they would get an R rating. Because I feel like maybe they were worried, oh, what if the scares and the gore isn't enough to get this an R rating? Let's just throw a whole bunch of kids cussing in there to make sure we get that R rating. Um, You know, I don't know for sure if that's what happened, but I do feel like maybe that's what they did. And I feel a little bit ripped off by that if that was the case. Um, So that's just something to note. Um... So my biggest con of this movie, and I haven't gotten too spoilery so far, but I'm about to, so just get ready for it. My biggest con with this movie is we get to the end, Beverly has been kidnapped by Pennywise. She's been taken by Pennywise. And she sees the deadlights. Like, he opens his mouth, he's got all these teeth. She sees the deadlights and her eyes glaze over. And of course, this is something that's in the book and in the miniseries, but not with Bev with other people and so she zones out and she starts to float like literally float up into the air and you see up in Pennywise's lair there's all these kids just floating in the air um literally floating in the air sorry screensaver came on and I'm like wait This whole, we all float, we float down here, you'll float too, float, float, float. That's a huge deal in it. But it's not because kids literally float in the air. It's because you're in the sewer, you float in the water. It's because he's a spider in the novel and in the miniseries and you're floating in the spider web. Like, there's a reason you float. It's not just, like, literally float. It's, like, clever. And I'm like, what? What? Why are there literally kids floating in the air? It was weird to me. I didn't like it. Um, now, Pennywise's lair is actually pretty cool, though, because he's got this huge, 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 big, like, pile of, like, children's toys and clothes, and it's, like, all the things he's collected from the children he's killed, and it's a huge mountain of kid stuff, and it's a pretty cool set piece. Um, but the floating, the literal floating, I, I just was not a fan of, and then, of course, part of me is like, oh my gosh, people who haven't read the book or haven't seen the miniseries, are they going to think that, like, literally, like, float? That's the, th- it's stupid, so... Anyway, that's my major, major problem. That's my only major problem with this movie. And it doesn't ruin it. It just, to me, was silly. Um, so, those are my pros and cons. Um, I'm going to just give you some overall thoughts. The opening scene with Georgie was beautiful and perfect. And that scene alone makes me happy that this movie exists. Um... We get to see it almost exactly as it was written in the novel. And if you've read the novel, I mean, that takes place in the first few pages and you know what kind of ride you're in for. And um, the way it was shot in the music and you meet Pennywise and Georgie looks perfect. It's just, and it's scary and it's graphic. And like I said, that scene alone is worth having this movie. It's perfect. Um... 
And I also will say that we're in the throes of prepping for Hurricane Irma here. And I'm not the kind of person who gets nervous about such things, natural disasters. And I'm just not a worrier. I do what I can to prepare and that's kind of it. But this storm has me a little worried. Um, And I thought, you know, I've I've been looking forward to this movie for months and months and honestly years. I mean, I loved the miniseries, but I've, I've wanted to see a really scary adaptation, you know, since I was a kid. So... Uh, last night was a great distraction, and I told my husband, I said, well, if nothing else, we're going to sit here, and for the next two hours, we're not going to think about the hurricane. And I can tell you that is what happened. I was in the Losers Club, living in Derry, in another world, and I did not think about the hurricane. And really, that's what, I mean, that's what movies are for. You know, good entertainment, that's what it does. It takes you to a different place and a different time and um, shows you a story and hopefully teaches you a lesson. And I think that's always been the strength of it is it's this compelling story and it's about life and love and fear and friendship. And, um, and I think it teaches us, I think it has a lot of things to teach us about life. So, um, so I guess that's it. I mean, I I don't know if uh, what I've said really covers the scope of how I feel about this movie. Um, but I like it. I was just a wee bit disappointed because, you know, like I said, there were things I didn't expect Um, but I'm looking forward to a second viewing and, uh, to see if now that I know what it is, if I can adapt to some of that and, uh, and watch it with, you know, new eyes. So anyway, I, uh, I hope that you guys will all go see it and, um, let me know what you think. I mean, there are opinions swirling all over the internet about this. I've not, again, read any in-depth articles or reviews or anything because I still wanted to keep it just my own thoughts. So now I'm going to go out there and, uh, and read all the things and listen to all the podcasts and see what other people have to say. And, um, yeah, so I'll see you guys next time. And hopefully next time I do a review, I'm in this room and not in a different state or in a different house. So, uh, talk to you guys later. Bye. Thanks for tuning in. You can find the show on Instagram and Facebook at Light and Shadow Pod. If you really love the show, you can sign up to become a supporter on Patreon for early access to all episodes and more. Please rate, review, and subscribe to help other people find the show. Until next time, stay spooky.